there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. Welcome back to Alluring, our folklore podcast that we've been doing for 43 episodes now, (laughs) where we tell you the history and stories of different legends and lore from around the whole stinking world. Oh, geez. You know, gotta, it's, it was bound to happen where we would not start strong. And by we, I mean me. And that's okay. (laughs) You know, we're, we're doing our best. We're pushing through. (laughs) I was ready with everything else so it was bound to happen (laughs) yeah no it was fine fine. we're great we're great we we were almost on time today for our live stream and then then we were 15 minutes late we pressed go on time but then we realized we were not in fact ready Oh, this, you know, I love doing these live streams and I, every, every time I'm like, you know, we're going to be on time today <laughs> and every yeah. time it's it like, work out. it's like cool late though. Like 15 minutes late is cool late. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No one wants to show up on time. No. That being said, if you're one of our audio listeners and you're like, oh man, I keep missing their live shows. You probably didn't. We probably haven't started yet. So. <laughs> Catch your next one on YouTube. If you're like, ah, it, it's 7.05. They said they start at 6. Yeah. I can guarantee They're probably you. fun. Yeah. No, we <laughs> haven't even turned our computers on at that point. We're, we're just looking. I am currently panicking looking for the, the remote that colors the white in the office. Because oh, it's somewhere like in it here. Nice purple background right now. It's yeah, nice. I'm like feeling purple. I really need to figure out the space i really want to get like a flag like a flag yeah. or two to put behind me so Just y'all should check out the merch shop so i can man. get funding to get <laughs> for our audio listeners kimmy is holding a blank white wall can you with hear that? nothing on it i guess hence the blank white wall is that like asmr for you you folks can't really can't really hear it but kimmy is now stroking the wall um so some of you may be jealous that's okay the wall yeah you know this this episode's going great (laughs) um 
What did we do now? Oh, what did I find a Lauren this week? Yeah. Stop me if I already used this one. I don't think I did, but I bought a hot tub. What? Did I already, did I already talk about this? Ryan, you have not told me this. Yeah. So I went to Sam's Club. And I was shopping for groceries, as one does at Sam's Club. Naturally. And instead, I left with a 200-gallon inflatable hot tub. <laughs> and it is the best. <laughs> I've been soaking every night. I go to kickboxing. I get okay. home. And it's just, if I, like, it's square. And it's just long enough that if I lay diagonally, I can, like, full lay down. Ooh, it's so nice. nice. I love so, it. Yeah, so I was like, do you use it after your workout? Because that is the best time to use a I hot do. tub. Yeah. I use it a lot of other times as well. Um, catch me in it all weekend. <laughs> but and like this last week it's been raining. It even snowed Ooh. by my house, which by your doesn't house? happen. Yeah. I live in the desert, um, for those who don't know. It doesn't snow here, but it has snowed three times this month. Jesus um Christ. Yeah. So, you know, global warming, I guess. Um but <laughs> so so yeah, so I've been hot tubbing in the snow and the rain and oh, it's been the best. It, it's honestly the best money I've ever spent. Do you have any like cool lights up around it? I have a little uh I have like string lights because it's okay. on my back patio but the best part you know those like gas station um like refrigerators they have like by the checkout for like drinks that they want you to buy at like the last second yeah i have one of those Shut right next to the hot tub so i don't so to get a drink i don't even got to get out i just right. reach and there's a whole ass fridge there Oh my god. That sounds that sounds like I'm trying to think of a really good word to describe it. It's like Heaven Paradise. Yeah. No, that's it. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the perfect description. I actually saw a TikTok of this girl and she's like and it was just in passing, right? So once it comes on my feet again, then I'll follow it. Where she's like making a vending machine for stickers. And I was like, and she's doing it out of cardboard. And I was like, a sticker vending machine is the most niche necessity I need in my life. So my request is, can you put some stickers in the vending machine? So when you have company over, you're like, grab (laughs) a drink. They can get a drink. They can get a sticker. Treat yourself to a sticker. (laughs) Yeah. A nice alluring sticker from alluringtop.com. Because I could see the coolest photo of your, like, hot tub with, like, the few lights and the lights from the vending machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It's It's nice. I'll send you a photo. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll post a photo in the Discord, too, if I could figure out a way to take it without, like revealing my entire house um <laughs> yeah. i'll do my best just blur a lot <laughs> yeah a lot <laughs> it's, it's like it looks like looking right in like my back door but i'll figure it out um it's like a puzzle piece you have to like put the picture pieces together yeah <laughs> some are missing yeah <laughs> uh so... what did you find alluring this week kimmy man um wow so many things um, I'll, I'll do, cause I told you a little bit about it. I did a Shrek birthday party. 
compromise. Yes, you did. <laughs> and it was just like chill. It's it's really weird because whenever I do parties, I'm very itinerary based where I'm like, oh, we have to have yeah. plat. Like, this is when it's going to start. This is when I'm going to do this. This is game one. This is two. This is three. This is break for people. This is when some people yeah. will leave. Some will stay. This is so like I'm very organized. And for this, I'm like, I just want my house to look like a swap and I'm so mad I didn't take pictures because I may have gotten a little tipsy. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I was I was waiting for the me. Fiona pictures that never came. I know. So I, that's okay. I did like human Fiona and Eddie, he was human Shrek. <laughs> and then, that's fantastic. Um my shout out to my D D party because they're the ones that came dressed to the Niles and I was like, I love oh each and every one. And my dearest friend Mads I love her to pieces she came as like the dragon and she was so cute one of my friends <laughs> came as Prince Charming another one oh, came God. as Puss in Boots we had a Merry Men yeah. and an Executioner <laughs> wow and then, I love how dedicated your friends are to like <sighs> themed parties because I love my friends here but right. they would <laughs> you know and the the thing is, like, I, I do love my friends, and some of them that showed up just didn't dress up because it's not their personalities. But the yeah. thing is, I call it the weeding, the weeding of the folks, because what I do is I have yeah. my birthday party, and then I'll have, like, a midsummer party, and I see who's willing to dress up. And then yeah. those who pass, those who RSVP or help or dress up, or don't play class minute, they get to go to the Potter party at the end of the year. They get the Hogwarts letter in front of their door. Okay. And so, like, that. this is how I filter for, like, the big party of the year. <laughs> that yeah. would take so much work. And I was like, if you don't show up dressed up, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but um, listen. Speaking of uh, Harry Potter, um, where... Where where is Hogwarts again? Oh, is it? Oh no, it's in England. It's in England. Yeah, and oh man, I think England's in the United Kingdom. You know what else is in the United Kingdom? This was Uh, a stretch. I'm sorry. No, you're doing great. This is better than I would have done. A Scot Scotland. Scotland. And speaking of Scotland, oh my goodness, that's this week's story. Cue those campfire sounds. I really, really was great. I was waiting for you to say anything that I can like think of a transition. I was just about to. But we to. found it. Yeah. You got there. You didn't even need me. I oh. was just about to too. I was nice. going to be like, it was a magical. It's a magical oh. party, and you just were like, <laughs> I took the hard way right now. <laughs> you're. I was like, you're going to turn right in two miles. You're like left on the back road. Sounds great to me. <laughs> goodness okay through solitary they would like to stay oh those solitary they would like to stay they may help those who lose their way but don't misjudge these dark-haired fae or you'll be the one that they betray morgan elf what are we talking about (laughs) 
So typically, it is ill-advised to travel the forest of Scotland's Northwest Highlands alone at night. But what if I told you it's safer for a child to roam the forest instead of an adult? That's because there's a fairy who roams the woods and is known to have a soft spot in his heart for children. If he stumbles upon one lost in the forest, he will not only keep them safe, but he will help them find their way back home. But if you're an adult, be warned that he will not be as kind and you may find yourself trapped, never to be found again. So this would... I keep cutting you off. I'm doing great. (laughs) I was just making sounds. It's okay. I know. Uh, It's it's because I may have had a little bit of a drink. So (laughs) my my social awareness is a little bit farther gone. Her special juice tonight. It's my special juice in my Hufflepuff mug. (laughs) Hey, everyone, guess what Ryan's Hogwarts house is and put it in our Discord. He's not going to say it. I'm just curious what you all think. Yeah. No one will guess correctly. I feel like everyone knows I'm a Hufflepuff, but... Well, yeah. Anyway. You're the most obvious Hufflepuff. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, take it how you will. Take it how you will. With everything else. (laughs) It Um, is what it is, you know? (laughs) Well, we promise we'll get to this episode eventually, you guys. Um, So for everyone that is watching, here is my lovely Gilly-Doo illustration um for all of our amazing audio listeners you can check it out on our instagram or you can go to our website and look at it on the blog um from for the og alluring fans that have seen this before this is a revamped version because it used to be in a circle bottle and now it's in a rectangular triangle bottle And it has some, like, lighting and shading, and it's a little bit fancier. So, I love this one so much, and I may have already made myself a sticker of it, because it makes me happy. (laughs) So this week... I think I have the old one on my bottle. Oh, I'll get you a new one. But I don't have the bottle with me. Ah. Betrayal. Not bad. It's okay. You had one job. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Anywho. So this week we'll be talking about Gilly Doo, a male fairy from Scottish folklore. This kindred forest spirit was a major part of Scottish folklore during the late part of the 18th century and can be found roaming the southern ends of the Loch Adrine near Gerlock. Legends of him fade over time, but many still believe he can be found roaming the forest at night to this very day. Now... I was having a little bit of a hard time reading there because I realized it was one point font size smaller. So. Slew <laughs> <laughs> off the entire operation. I was, I was like, my eyesight is not that bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm a millennial. I'm getting up there, you guys. So okay. the rest is 10 points. So we're good now. So the legends and possible origins of Gilly Doo are believed to date back to the 18th century throughout the Gaelic area of Scotland. The story tells of a young male fairy who was believed to be banished by the fairy queen from the Fey realm. And as a result, he now roams around the countryside near human settlements and keeps to himself. While roaming the woods, he is known to lend a helping hand to those in need and to protect children that have become lost in the dark woods. Now, I wish... 
oh, how I wish I could tell you more about where the hell this fate comes from. But I honestly couldn't find shit about the history or the origins of Gilly-Doo or honestly, like, anything. So this whole episode is us trying our best because it's just long enough to not be a lost tape. And I like it so much. I want it to be an episode episode. So just know everything is me just trying my best to connect stuff like Ryan connected my alluring take to the episode topic. (laughs) Buckle up, everybody. So one of the main reasons Gilly Doo's story is so popular is because of how fairies were such a big deal in Scotland at the time. So fairies play a major role in Scottish folklore. It seemed every lock or forest had an ancient fairy that protected it. There were hundreds of legends about fairies' mystical powers and how they protected nature, performed rituals, and even had the ability to contact the other world or the underworld. These tales spoke of their magical powers and how if a human upset one, it could result in crop failure, getting lost in the forest, dying, or becoming a phase slave for all eternity. And depending what book you read, that may be up to interpretation of how it will go down. Uh, All these tales were told to warn others to approach these mystical fairies with caution and always be on your guard when wandering through a field or forest by yourself. So the legend of Gilly-Doo was one of many cautionary tales told amongst adults as a means to warn others about going into the forest with ill intentions. So Gilly-Doo's popularity didn't last long, though. Soon, Christianity and urbanization swept over Scotland. (laughs) I have a pretty good idea of science (laughs) spiritually. Just throwing it out there. Right off the bat, you know immediately what's what's going down. (laughs) I mean, we're talking medieval United Kingdom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Locked and loaded that answer. Yeah. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> Solidified. Um I need to start branching out from European folklore because it's just getting too easy for you now. I got to shake yeah. it up again. It's just always the church. It's always the church. If you're yeah. not sure it's going to the, be the church. If you yeah. if your brain goes, "Hmm, that doesn't make sense." Mm. It's probably it's... science. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, as Christianity and urbanization swept over Scotland, the more rural lifestyle became a thing of the past. It's also believed that his popularity faded because he no longer lived in the Highlands. Mm. It was rumored he actually immigrated to the forests of North America with the Scottish fur trappers to Canada in the late 1700s. And all the legends being told during the late 1800s were the stories coming to an end. So, though many locals still believe in Gilly and that he resides in the highlands and protects children of the forest, we may never know what really happened to this mystical fae. Because he kind of just like appeared and then disappeared, laying in and out, you know? Is, uh, is Gilly Bigfoot? <laughs> right. Hear me out. It's too early. Or is the spirit that may have moved to North America? Where's Bigfoot? North America. 
Some people say it's a forest spirit. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. That's my fan theory. <laughs> you're gonna uh, you're gonna hold on to this until I tell okay. you his height. <laughs> well, you know they didn't have accurate measurements back then. <laughs> From that, a it's going to sound a lot like a Tinder profile. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, we don't know how tall Bigfoot is. We just know he has a big foot. He can be short and have a big foot. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, I'll let you get back to your story. <laughs> he now. says he's 5'7. No, he says he's six foot, but then you mean him and he's 5'6. So. Yeah. <laughs> but 13 foot, 13 inch shoe. 13 inch shoe. Gotta have so. something going for it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, so Toast Gilly go all the way up. Jesus Christ. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah. Why is it? Why is this thing getting to me? It's so early in the episode. Oh my goodness. Okay. Focused. Gilly translates to ladder boy, and Do translates to darker dark hair. Which is because he's got messy dark hair. <laughs> so, wait, Ryan, <laughs> you need to get off this Bigfoot train. This is not where the show's going. <laughs> There's no connection with Bigfoot. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, so, his name can also be translated to Dark Servant, and this is due to his sometimes dark temperament and how he serves the forest. Um, also, when I was researching stuff, I was spelling Gilly like G-H-I-L-L-I-E, and I was having the hardest yeah. time finding anything, and then I found the other spelling for it, which was G-I-L-L-E, then D-U-B-H, and I found so yeah. much more content. So if you want to yeah. research more about him, that's the that's the name you guys want to do. Yeah, it's, it's, not like, it's not spelled like Gilly Suit. It's spelled, yeah. Yeah. So just as a precursor, because I this is my second time writing notes about him. And I found so much more the second time. Just from changing the name spelling. So always look up all the different ways to spell a creature's name. So um, there is some royal family drama associated with this name, too. So when researching the word Gilly Do, um, it was a term used in code song to symbolize the Stuart Hare royal line. So when future Charles II, son of the executed Charles I, was in exile following the English Civil War, Charles was given the codename Gilly Doo because of his dark black hair. As time went on, this codename was transferred to his younger brother, James the... Is that seven? I think that's seven. Yeah, seven. James VII, after Charles was exiled following the rebellion that put his daughter Mary and her husband William of Orange on the throne. So, Gilly Doo was pretty much like exiled child for a nickname. Like, mm. you've been banished, so we are going to refer to you as Gilly Doo. Which is really cool, because it's very similar to the original story of him being banished from the Fey Realm. So, oh. I thought that was very a very cool little tie-in. Um, now, that's all I got for my first part. <laughs> so, it's Ryan's turn. All right. Um, so, this first one 
takes place in October of 1967 when a photographer named Roger Patton discovered Bigfoot in the Pacific Northwest. Ryan, I was like, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? If looks could kill, Kimmy. <laughs> this is why anyone, we do anyone watching, anyway. I just gave Ryan the death stare. <laughs> and that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> So this first one is actually a Highland storybook. Um, so most reported accounts of Gilly takes place in the latter half of the 18th century, but it was so difficult trying to find any. Um, we were only able to find one written account of Gilly Do encounter, which can be found in Osgood Mackenzie's memoir, A Hundred Years in the Highlands. You know, you spend a hundred years anywhere, you're bound to see something. Uh, Mackenzie was a Scottish a landowner. Where glasses yeah. aren't as popping, you know. <laughs> and there was just mushrooms everywhere. Uh, Mackenzie is a Scottish landowner and expert gardener who had a brief encounter with Gilly firsthand. He speaks of how he isn't your typical fairy, being both shy and wild all at once. Um. Now, there's one story encounter that is so commonly told in association with Gilly, and though short, is believed to be how this fae became so popular. And this is Gilly and Child. All right. So, one summer evening, a young girl by the name of Jessie McRae had wandered into the forest. Being a local to the area, she went out to play in the warm sun that peaked between the forest trees. But as the sun set and day became night, the poor girl had found herself lost deep in the thick forest. Tired, scared, and lost with no way out of the woods, she began to cry. Same. That, yeah, same. That is when a soft <laughs> voice from behind a tree spoke up. What appeared to be a disheveled boy with rosy cheeks and dark hair asked why she was crying. Though a face full of tears, she explained how she was lost and scared. The kind stranger told her, stop crying, and how it will all be okay. What she didn't know, Kimmy, is this was none other than Gilly Doo. And he was determined to help this child. He explained how he knew the woods, like the back of his hand, and he could lead her home if she told him where she lived. Man, deadass, I thought you were going to say Bigfoot. (laughs) Deadass, I thought you were building up to Bigfoot. And I'm just being pretty disappointed. (laughs) Turns out Jesse lived in the Oregon Mountains in North America. And Bigfoot crossed the land bridge. (laughs) Jesse told him where she lived, and he quickly helped guide her through the forest. He moved quickly with a slight dance in his step helping lead her through the dark forest and arriving home before sunrise. Now, before I continue this story, if we have any young listeners in our audience, um, first off, don't get lost in the woods. But if you do, maybe be cautious before you tell a random stranger where you live. But again, I guess if you're lost in the woods, you know, like, you got to figure that out. <laughs> 
So, you know. For all the young listeners that just breezed past our introduction that said this is not a show suitable for young campers, they are definitely not going to listen to any words of caution we may have. You know, fair enough. Just tell them where you live, I guess. I don't know. I'm not your parents. Uh, Once they arrived at the edge of the woods, Jesse pointed out her home near the lock. Gilly, happy he was able to help, said goodbye to the girl and said if she ever got lost in the forest, he would come to her rescue. Well, he's just asking her to get lost in the forest. (laughs) Running back into the forest with a light skip in his step, he told the girl to never forget him. Jesse said goodbye to Gilly as he disappeared back into the forest, running home in a much better mood. Hmm. Being a child, she told her family of what happened. This led to landowner Sir Hector Mackenzie of Gaelic inviting a group of five Mackenzie dignitaries to hunt down, capture, or kill the Gilly Dew. Now, that seems unfair. Yeah. Hey, Dad, this guy saved me in the woods. Okay, let's kill him. <laughs> well, um, like, there's a few other versions, and there's some where the head person of the hunting party just wanted to, like, have a fey mount in his house essentially so he was like oh let's just go kill him and i'm like that doesn't justify it either yeah no not necessarily save Um, my daughter i'll shoot you you know like it's it's just dicey yeah there might be there might be some more going on here um so these hunters went off into the forest searching far and wide, but thankfully for Washington's gun laws, they weren't able to shoot at... <laughs> Stop it. Stop um, Searching far and wide throughout the night, trying to locate this gilly-doo, but no matter what stone they turned or tree they looked behind, they should have tried turning the trees. Gilly was never to be seen again. So what makes this story unique is Gilly actually talks to the little girl... There have been many sightings of Gilly over a period of four decades, but Jesse was the only one who conversed with him. So, that's fun. Sorry, I needed a drink from all that Bigfoot. Oh, I thought you were frozen. That's all right. All right. Um, If you would like to read a charming, detailed version of this story, check out the book Wonder Tales from Scottish Myth and Legend by author Donald Alexander McKenzie. Um... We will also have a link to this story on the website or the blog. Also to a very short little YouTube video that like tells this story that has like fun little animations. Um, yeah, I forgot to switch the slides. There's an animation from that YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it doesn't I... look exactly like your animation style, but the whole time I was watching it, I was like, this gives Kimmy vibes. Um, you see I, it? I think the best thing about it is that um, that's because the story I'm writing is Slavic folklore inspired. So, like, it makes me happy because that means through all my research, I'm kind of getting the vibe. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I can't explain it more than that. But, like, she even has red hair. (laughs) I was like, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so that makes Um, me happy because I absolutely love the, like, it's dark but romantic kind of art style. And I'm here for it. Oh, am I frozen? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, yeah, if you want to reset your camera while we do, are we doing the, yeah, while we, oh, wait, no, you have I have a poem. Yeah, have I have a poem. Brought from star dolven iron, quenched in sap in the beast, twas tidlock, gift of gilly do. Did I do it? Young, young, took care of all the birch wood. <laughs> I lost it. it. I had it. I lost like, it. Gilly do. It may be like if one of the actors from Always Sunny was trying to do a Scottish yeah. accent, where it's just a little offensive, but you're there. Young Duncan <laughs> took care. It's all right. I'm I'm like five percent Scottish. <laughs> young Duncan took care of his old birch wood, kept poachers and oxmen at bay. Gaining the love of the bath-bound gilly-doo. <laughs> when young Duncan, his love-sworn... I read that as love-sword. His love-sworn abducted for the jealousy of the wicked Black Donald. Sorrow and pity was the old gilly-doo. For, for young Duncan, <laughs> no sword to his name. And the might of the Black Donald, no earthly man dare... He need of Dwimmer, Crafty, the Clever, Gilly-Doo. Ancient hammer bows thundering in the whore, echoing <laughs> in leafy halls. Don't worry about it. Came forth the fey, deadly blade of Gilly-Doo. Cold black iron, heaven-born, shimmering vein stars. Silver bright, bold was the hilt. Of Gilly Doo. <laughs> the first time I read this was very like, I'm going to battle this forest creature. Yeah. And you That's, reading was, it yeah. was very, I'm going to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did use, yeah. You know, he did have a love sword for some reason. <laughs> Um, everyone that is single on a dating app, please go update your profile saying you have a love sword or you're looking for a love sword. <laughs> a love sword will abduct Gilly Doo. <laughs> Quenched in the snap of the beard. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't have a lot to do in medieval times, so they just made erotic poetry With their love that songs. was, yeah, that they were talking about battle, but we all know what's going on here. Bold was the hilt, Jimmy. I mean, come on. Shimmering vein stars, like, oof, there's, there's some unpacking to do here. Did I actually put an erotica in <laughs> the cold black iron of a shimmering veins <laughs> quenched in the sap of the bath was totally gift of the gilly do <laughs> took care of his old birch wood <laughs> gaining the love of the bath bound gilly do <laughs> so we've all learned something today <laughs> That, that poem was called The Gift of the Gilly Dew, by the way. I don't know if that helps or hurts the situation. And we've broken Kimmy. Um, it's all too holy shit.
Ancient hammer bows thundering in the hole. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, everyone. Holy shit. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Just kind of commercial. Just kind of commercial. I need a <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna cut to a quick commercial while Kimmy catches her breath. It's the um, end of killing too. It's so <laughs> while everyone's listening to these commercials, just remember. <laughs> hey, campers! You all know how we love to dive deep into the history of different legends and lore from around the world. And what better way to enjoy these tales than by also enjoying some international snacks and treats while you listen? That's where our sponsor, Try the World, comes in. Try the World sends out a box with 10 plus unique international snacks and treats from around the world, exploring new countries every month, with flavors from Spain, Japan, even Brazil, and so, so much more. So you can try global cuisines one country at a time from the comfort of your own home. And Try the World collaborates with cuisine experts and award-winning chefs to curate some of the most authentic, high-quality products from around the world. With them being such a great quality product, not only are they great for you, but they make a wonderful gift. And that's not all. Our listeners who subscribe today get a free box. So what are you waiting for? Start your international food journey today by going to our website, alluring.com sponsors, and click on the Try the World banner. Again, go to our website, alluring.com sponsors, and click on the Try the World banner today and start your international snack journey. I'm Alex from Strange Talk. For anyone into weird stuff, you have found your people. We tackle topics of the bizarre, supernatural, and otherworldly in an easy conversational format. If you need to wander down some research rabbit holes, Strange Talk will provide all the fodder you need. You can tune in Thursday nights, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Radio Artifact in Cincinnati, or anywhere around the entire planet Earth at RadioArtifact.com. All right, and we're back. Welcome back to Ryan and Kimmy's Erotic Folklore Hour. I'm your host, Ryan, here with my co-host, Kimmy. Kimmy, what's your favorite veiny hammer? (laughs) podcast i really like called sexual tension um sexual text tension or something like that i gotta reach out to them because i would love to have them on the show and they just read yeah erotic not erotic folklore poems i'm gonna reach out to her because yeah that's our third podcast it's gonna be breaking down old folklore poems to see if they were actually discovering folklore or if they were just a little horny oh my god i wow lord give me strength today you know what i was wondering though what is what does gilly do look like yeah so let's get into his appearance and history um Thank you guys for being patient over that break because I needed it. Uh, so Gillydoo is a wee folk. Listen, he stands at three feet tall. So no Bigfoot. <laughs> like, well, 
what if what if Bigfoot is like his feet are three feet and Gilly Dude just kind of flops around and leaves <laughs> like three a foot fit? footprints? Yeah. How are there two footprints saying. then that are? T- He's a fay. I don't know. He's whatever he wants. One's his hammer and one's him. He has the appearance of a young, disheveled boy. His hair is black. His hair is black and messy. He has hazelnut, dark brown eyes, and his skin changes from shades of brown to green depending on the season. Um. He has rosy, apple-colored cheeks and the cutest dimples you ever did see. <laughs> Regarding his clothing, he can be found... Sorry, I'm I'm really just trying to recover. And the chat just... We, we broke during the, uh, during the break. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Okay. We talked about what he looks like. Let's talk about his clothes. So he can be found sporting a cloak covered in leaves and moss, which allow him to easily hide amongst his favorite trees, the birch tree. Um, I want you all, I want everyone listening to like close your eyes. And I want you to picture Peter Pan from a high quality Broadway production. Okay. Now we're going to sprinkle in some once upon a time. So he's a little bit more grungy, a little bit more moody, a little bit more sultry and add a magic cloak. And that's Gilly do for you. That's the best way to describe him. (laughs) And now one of the reasons he loves hiding amongst the birch trees is because he is a guardian of the trees of the forest. So he roams around the forest watching over the trees and only eating berries and nuts that they provide. He is also known as a timid and wild fae that means no harm and has a soft spot for those who are lost in the forest, especially children. So he goes out of his way to comfort kids lost and will help them find their way back home. So sweetheart. But just because he is shy doesn't mean he can't be pushed around. Much like a Scorpio learning about a friend double-crossing them, Gilly Doo becomes quite vengeful. So, classic if, Scorpio. Class, I, the moons have changed with you getting mm-hmm. into astrology, and it's been a beautiful, beautiful change. Because the shit I would get, and now you're like, <laughs> you know, I get it. I understand. I've seen the light. <laughs> I still don't get all of it. I just like to say oh. classic insert but you know classic one of the 12 zodiac signs this one (laughs) this one checks out yeah i know a couple oh you do oh yeah oh yeah then you know cross them you know you don't double cross a scorpio Mm -mm. (laughs) so i can't tell if you're you're agreeing with me just to agree or you're really genuine about it but i want to say this this one this one i'm serious this one you're serious okay I'll never know. I'll take you out. (laughs) No, you won't. (laughs) If someone comes into the forest with a tent to harm, Gilly will go out of his way to get them lost and trapped in the forest. Legend says that he wraps long branch-like arms around them, squeezing and imprisoning them in the trees to suffer and crushing them to become compost to feed the earth. (laughs) Now that is a Scorpio. Now that is a Scorpio. Scorpio is yeah. gonna get their tree arms and wrap it around you mm-hmm. to suffocate you if you betray them. They all them. got them. <laughs> they all got them. 
<laughs> just turn off the lights and pray, and then <laughs> that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. That so now, pull your sword. Pull out your veiny sword to wear off his sword. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so now, if he just wants to scare them, he will just kidnap them for like a few years before a showing year. them a way out of the forest. Yes, so he he definitely holds a grudge. So do not cross him. <laughs> so why does Gilly care for children but avoid adults? Well, tons of Scottish folklore says how fairies widely accept children, and when children cross over to the fairy realm, um, that's because they're lost in the forest. And fairies make sure they are well cared for and return home safely. So this kind of ties in to changelings a little bit, too. Yeah, sounds like it. So fairies love babies, and I don't blame them, yeah. because I also love babies. Babies are just so joyful and cute and make my heart happy, which also make Faye heart happy. So I may be a fae, is what we're learning today. You know, um, <laughs> a lot of things make sense. <laughs> I'm not actually a mermaid, you guys. I'm actually a fairy. Um, She's a fae in mermaid clothing. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of work to upkeep, but it's fine. Someone's got to do it. So, um, the reason he's so kind to children could be because children don't seek to harm the fae, like adults do, and they can't really tell the difference between people, you know? They haven't built up the judgment. They haven't learned how to, like, put people in boxes yet, so everyone's just like, if they're good, they're good, you know? Yeah, Um, I mean, even in my story, the girl had no problems with him and then the second she gets home her dad's like we're gonna go murder him (laughs) the dad's like (laughs) yeah let's go that's my gun sound it's so good isn't it you guys (laughs) um so gilly also cares for children because he is concerned about the health of their teeth in scotland many believe gilly to be a tooth fairy which would explain why children can see him and adults can't (laughs) so that's just a cute little oh. thing I couldn't find any more information on. Now, okay. Another reason why it may see me as a soft spot for children is because of a theory I have. And it's because he may be helping them transition from life to death. Now, oh. this is when I went on a rabbit hole. And okay. I, using my history brain, I connected all these dots. So I was looking into this legend. I thought, hmm, he has some major Peter Pan vibes. Oh. So I did this in the sense where he takes in lost children and he helps care for them. And Mm -hmm. he's like cheery and all types of good to them, right? And he's like a kid. Pierce is a kid. Um... So there's a theory, I don't know if you know, that Peter Pan actually represents the angel of death. And when he promises oh. children they never have to grow up and could go to Neverland with him, that's him actually taking them to the afterlife. Okay. So, okay. So, I can get with that one. So we're getting there. So knowing the forest is sometimes described as the transition between life and death in folklore in this region, I felt like the two stories were connected. So, I did so much digging, so 
much digging, like an extremist right wing trying to justify a very, very wrong, inhumane opinion. <laughs> and even though <laughs> I couldn't find anything that directly said Gilly Do inspired Peter Pan, I did learn that the creator of the original morbid story of Peter Pan was in fact born <laughs> in a Scottish town in Kirimir in 1860s during peak popularity of the legend of Gilly Doo. I also learned that he had an older brother whom everyone loved that tragically passed away at a young age. Coincidence? I think not. That makes a lot more sense than Bigfoot. <laughs> Thank you. I'll, I'll concede. You'll get off the Bigfoot train and onto the Peter Pan train with it. So that and one very fascinating thing about Scotland fairies is their connection to the underworld. It's never easy losing a loved one, especially when the loved one don't know what happened to the person and they can't find the body. So the idea of a loved one stinking to the bottom of a lock or disappearing in the forest never to be seen again or get a proper burial was just awful and it was just really hard to cope with that trauma. So from an early age, people were told of how they just went to the Fey realm when we couldn't find them, you know? Because it was easier to digest. And that's where Gilly Dew comes in. If your child gets lost in the forest, it's easier to be like, oh, he went, my child went with the forest spirit. Then yeah. I'm not able to ever see them again. So this is how it's all connected to the inspiration of Peter Pan because the theory of Peter Pan taking children that are passing away, lost or scared, to another world and keeping them safe and then sometimes returning them home if that's what they really wish Gilly do. Also, where's mossy plant clothes? Big big brain moment. I'm proud. I've done it. <laughs> That's it. I don't have to do anything else Good for job. the year. <laughs> no, yeah. You solved it. Now, it's still possible that Bigfoot is also Peter Pan. But for sake of time, I will hold on to my opinions. Okay. Until we circle back to Bigfoot. Because <laughs> I'm sure we'll do another episode at some point. There's so many different types of Bigfoot too. There's like, yeah. there's like Skunk Ape. I, I can't even think of all the other ones right now. But there's a bunch. They're out there. Um, yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to. Um, this is completely off topic, and I apologize. Right. But I'm going to Colorado in a couple weeks, and my friend I'm visiting told me. We're going somewhere. They won't tell me where. That'll be really good for the podcast. <gasps> and I feel like it's going to be a Bigfoot thing, which I don't know. Is Bigfoot in Colorado? I think they are. Wanna... But it's all I've been thinking about. Listen, you must take all the photos. Bigfoot, but, yeah. <laughs> so I can have stuff But they to won't post. tell me what it is. So I'm like, I don't know. But, yeah, completely off topic. I was just thinking about it because we were talking about Bigfoot, you know. It's actually Gilly Doo. You're going to go see. <laughs> I'm going to the Gilly Doo Castle in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. they won't tell me where. And I, yeah. Well, 
take yeah. lots of photos because then we have content for our social media and I don't have to make stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah, you'll have to let me know how that goes. Um, okay, now. Now it's time for is it science or the church? And then an owl will howl because I forgot to send you audio stuff and it's right there on my board. So I this one feels cheap, but it's the it's the church. Yes. I'm not yeah. gonna applaud myself on this one. It's the church. You couldn't have gotten this one wrong if it makes you feel better. No, this one seemed pretty, pretty hard. I'll do like a just a real quick one. Nope. I guess what? not. I guess the universe said, nope, you don't even deserve <laughs> I get like a half clap. I don't get a full clap. I need to figure out like a good cheering sound and a booing. I want to do like what I think Mothman cheering would sound like and Mothman booing and disappointment. <laughs> That's the disappointment. And like, and then the cheering. <sighs> Just static <laughs> screeching. Send us your static Mothman example. Yeah. <laughs> so, we can use it in the show. Um, so it's actually a little bit of both. Um, oh. So that's why I was like, you couldn't have gotten this wrong. <laughs> oh. And I love this photo so much. He looks just so full of joy. Vibing. It, it's like a, like a long... Not quite stick figure, a little bit more fleshed out with like a little wizard hat. Like if you took Dobby from Harry Potter and made his legs super long and his arms super long and you gave him a sense of joy, you know, yeah. that's what he yeah. looks like. So we talked about how the church considered fairies to be demons in our Changeling episode. Mm -hmm. Knowing that and the connection to Gilly and the connection he has to death, one can see how the church considered this mystical fae to be a demonic omen of death that would lead people to hell. Um, of course, this was a great way to get people to join the church train, but because Gilly Dude mm -hmm. was kind with those who were kind to the forest, this idea did not stick. Mm. Now, there was also the theory that Gilly Doo was just a malnutritioned boy lost in the forest that had kind of gone mad. Oh. Which is which is sad. So we're gonna it's ignore possible. that one. Yes, but it's possible. Um and it could also be a boy with a congenital disorder, much like a changeling, or a serious medical condition. So since Gilly has never been captured though, there's no proof. And I love the idea of a fae Peter Pan. So that's what I'm going to stick with. Or that brings me theory to number four. Oh, According God. to our YouTube chat, Gilly Dune is not Bigfoot. However, they are Gil Gilly Dune is Bigfoot's Scottish cousin. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, chat. It's That one I checks out. Bigfoot's just going to have the most wild family tree the more we talk about oh, different Bigfoots. imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Mermaids are just Bigfoots of the ocean. <laughs> the biggest foot. It's, All right. The foot's the fin. <laughs> That's why it's so large. 
You know what time it is, though? God, what time is it, Ryan? Time for mother freaking modern takes with Ryan. Boop, 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 boop. I still need a song for this part, but we're going to fake it. Um, so, as you may imagine from us earlier saying, there is just nothing on Gilly Dude. However, Kimmy found a new spot for the alluring travel bucket list that one day we will do. So in Edinburgh, Scotland, there is a place called the Gilly Do Pub and Restaurant that is a Scottish pub inspired by this local fae. It's in a castle. I don't know if everything in Scotland is just in castles. It might be. I don't know. But this restaurant is, and... I can't afford to go to Scotland, and I pro- Kimmy probably can't right now either. But if we have any listeners in Scotland, please go visit and send us a picture, and I will personally buy you a drink if you send us a photo of you at the Gillydoo Pub and Restaurant. Bonus that is all. point: if you have an alluring sticker when you do it, yeah. Then and I'll I buy you two drinks. Two. You can I get something fancy. <laughs> <laughs> you can combine it and make a cocktail. <laughs> yeah. Wear your Bigfoot hat. <laughs> and don't like forget a... your sword. <laughs> don't forget your sword. Jesus. I just assume they all got one. You know, they're, it's in a castle. Like, you know. I think Ryan just thinks everyone in Scotland lives in a castle and has a sword. Is Okay, if this restaurant is in a castle, who am I to say that everyone just doesn't live in a castle? Like, fair. you know. I'll let you I have think that's it. a fair assumption. That's fair. Unless that's a good assumption. Otherwise, I'm not going to Google it. <laughs> if I had to be stereotyped, I would much rather have that one. Yeah. So... Solid. No, send us your pictures. And you know what? Even though we can't afford it now, with your guys' help from Patreon, we may be able to in yeah, the future. One day. One day. One day. We'll get there. We'll get there. When this is yeah. full time, we'll, we'll totes get there. Um, speaking of Patreon, uh, we got some announcements to do. Yes, we do. Um, all right. Everybody... We are coming up on, I don't know how this happened, two years of doing this podcast. That's just fucking crazy. I'm going off script a little bit. It does not feel like it's been two years. Um, I, I had to do the math said, today. I was like... Yeah. I, was I mean, like, 43 episodes... Like, it's because we're just by we're just by monthly because Ryan and I both work yeah. full time and we want to like yeah. take time to make really fleshed out episodes. Yeah, but we could do this weeks. weekly, but they'd be like five minute episodes. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so we have some fun stuff coming up. Can't talk about it now, but we are dreamers and have big goals. Um, and we would love if we could hit 100 five-star reviews on iTunes by May. That being said, we obviously can't do that without your help. Um, so get your phone, 
get your brother's phone, your sister's phone, your mother's phone, your father, your grandparents, your neighbors, your dog, your cat. Get everything. Just go steal phones. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that. Um, and if they have an iPhone, go to the Apple Podcast right now. Give us five stars. It'd be much appreciated. And, you know, maybe leave a comment that says um, Team Cryptid. Um, now, or Team Folklore, you know. Well, because yeah, yeah. team folklore yeah. is where it's well, at. There's one or two of them out there, but um, and we have a special giveaway just for writers for written iTunes reviews, so you can totally use this as a way to have multiple entries. And I'm pretty sure even if you don't have an iPhone, you could just make an Apple account yes. on your computer. So I'm not saying to do that, but you know, if you want to listen, um, if like you and your partner listen to this show. And you both write a review, and we had like, I don't know, what's basic math? Like, 10 people do it, we'd hit our goal. Yeah. So, so we're right there. We're very close. We're so close. Yeah. We're and so close. Our three year one will be begging for Spotify reviews, you know? Yeah. Um, so now, if you're not Team Apple um, and you don't have an iTunes ID, no worries. Spotify also exists, and we'd appreciate five stars on there. Um, getting those reviews on those platforms help us reach the almighty algorithm gods. Praise Aww. be. Um, which means we get more campers to hang out around the campfire and listen to our episodes, which means we can keep doing this show for another stinking year, which is crazy. When it's three years, I'm going to... Ugh, man. That's when Ryan will really contemplate his life decisions. Yeah, he's like, you know, once we're talking about mean swords for sixty episodes, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so for a direct link, check out <sighs> our show notes or go to alluring.com forward slash links. That's all I got. And if you aren't. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram because, yeah. boy, oh boy, we got some giveaways happening, you know? Um, at the moment, we're doing a magical Loveland Frogman giveaway with the creator from Crypto Theology. Um, he is an absolute gem, so you should go check out his stuff just because, like, he's so sweet anyway. But he does some yeah. amazing comic-style cryptid artwork, and... He has made the coolest Loveland Frogman miniature for the pr- it's for one so of the prizes. Cool. I want it so bad. It's so so cool. And he's designed the this whole like box. just all of it. He has like a Frogman wizard shirt design and poster part of the giveaway. So, like, when this episode's actually live, it's only up for, like, a few more days. So, like, go go enter yeah. and go check out his shop. Um, we have, like, it's a giveaway. the give- shit I've ever seen. I, and it glows, it's like a green glowy material. It's so fucking cool. I, I love it so much. Um, we also have one with, like, Creature Kids books coming up, with Cryptid com- Comforts coming up. And we have, like, a few more kind of in the works we also i think we're going to do one with the strange talk radio show that's like it ryan i don't know i sent you the link to their episode but yeah it's it feels like it's a show a radio show and it's also you and i they have it's the same l- yeah 
the same energy. It's literally us from an alternate timeline, yeah. and it's weird. <laughs> it's so weird. He does, like, film, and she, like, mm-hmm. also does design and, like, yeah. IT, and it just, like, makes yeah. me really It honestly creeps me out a little bit. <laughs> like, because you sent me them and i listened to like i listened to a lot of their episodes and i was like this is weird yeah (laughs) it was it was really weird anyway there's like they're they're great it's just like i was tripping balls and i yeah know that if he was it wasn't just him anyway that's just like some of the people we have projects coming up with we have so many more amazing shows we can't wait to work with and so many amazing people in the cryptid strange folklore community that have been reaching out which means we can do more little giveaways for all you folks so that you guys get to check it all out um the person that wrote doppelgangers in our messaging thing oh no i don't like that i don't like that she has short no, doppelgangers behind her don't worry she's not on the podcast oh my god jesus christ um yeah we have like for being the tabloid of the folklore world, a lot of people want to work with us, and I appreciate yeah. all of them. I'm very excited for how many, like, oh yeah, uh, what do we call them? Swaps we're doing. Yeah, very we, excited episode swaps because then they yeah. then we could hang out with them twice. Like people think it's just like a public relations get word out, but. Honestly, I just like these people. I want to like chat with them yeah. two times. <laughs> it's been so the episode swaps we've done in the past have been some of my favorite because we we always like talk for like hours before and after, and it's the best. <laughs> I I'm I'm very like when I look for people, I'm like who can be chaotic with us, and yeah. I find the most amazing human beings, and I love it so much. But um, anyway, complete tangent. There's a lot going on behind the scenes. We have a lot of giveaways, so do make sure you're following us on Instagram so you can get access to those prizes and find us some more cool people in the strange folklore cryptid community that we also adore. Um, we are on Instagram at Alluring Podcast, all one word. And for direct links, you can go to our website, alluring.com, and click on Alluring, and then you'll find all of our direct links there. Or you can do alluring.com forward slash links, L-I-N-K-S. And that's that's all we got for announcements. That's all we got. Now it's time. All it's, right. I feel so like... So we're pretty much on the same page on this Oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, I had it a little more chaotic at first. Mm. But I was like, mm, it's hard. There's just not enough out there. Correct. To put it lawful or chaotic. Yeah, the church but, really didn't get its reins into him enough to throw yeah, him I usually, Yeah, I usually don't take into consideration when I do my alignment <laughs> chart, the Catholic Church. Um, but, yeah, there's just not enough out there. Um, I mean, it does technically, like, kidnap people, but it's usually only ones who are trying to, like, destroy the forest so you i mean you have know. bad people does that make him yeah that's what i'm saying you know because <laughs> he's a bad guy doesn't mean he's a bad guy right right it's all in yeah. context <laughs> it's yeah. not in context in tone it's how you you present it yeah and i guess for our audio listeners me and kimmy both have it just straight neutral good like New- smack dab in the center mine is a little to the right but that's just because I wanted you to like be able to see that I was behind you. 
you know but, you could yeah. put Same the page. camera in front right because yeah but then you, you know you know kimmy i'm not the smartest person out there i'm just here to read poems in a bad scottish accent and you know people don't listen to me for my brain you know it's okay i i i get it as someone as the one podcast host that has a little bit of a speech problem and her lisps sometimes are a little stronger than the next. <laughs> we're, we're pushing through. We're pushing we're, through. Again, tabloid energy is what we're here for. That's what we're tabloid thriving in energy. 2023. Yes. <laughs> 2023, tabloid and me. Um, so <laughs> what mm-hmm. are our episode takeaways? Do you want to go first? Um, if you're ever thirsty, consider quenching yourself in the sap of the bite. <sighs> and <laughs> I thought I was done with it. I thought I was done. And then I'll do your thing. Um, I want to do like Gilly's like Bigfoot's cousin or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Or, Shout out to MH and the live chat. <laughs> or that's that's the that's the live chat's takeaway. The live chat's takeaway. I'm trying to think. Let me see. Let me let me. Oh 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 oh. Um, I want to do something with Peter Pan. Let me think. You had your sword one, and um, Gilly is the real lost boy. I like that one. Oh. Okay. That feels powerful. Scratch yeah. your Bigfoot one. Toss that one out to the side. I want my Peter Pan one in here. <laughs> I'm so excited for this episode title. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna end the episode and then we're gonna brainstorm that room. <laughs> well, uh, if oh. it's not, if if for our audio listeners, if it's not the veiny sword of uh gilly do then i didn't get my way so (laughs) chris leave that in (laughs) i have to write it down all right okay thank you so much everyone for listening (laughs) you just have the most alluring day go quench your thirst with some sap And we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Alluring, go check out our website, Alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.